0: Hello humans! Hello humans! It's going on towards noon, about 20 till, on the 23rd of August. Heading outbound now, back out to the coast. Got most of the chores done. Um, Some things a little disappointing, just the way things are these days. But off we go, getting stuff done. And, um, Basically, basically, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Powers that be, the Kazarian Mafia, have got some real issues. Uh, the United States isn't going to accept the lockdown. Isn't going to accept another variant of COVID as being meaningful. Um, there's going to be all kinds of pushback on the Biden regime, which is crumbling now. And it's... Um, it's just really interesting actually the level of degradation that um, I'm seeing in the uh, structure uh, of the old social order right so it used to be that the um, uh, having an FBI badge was meaningful and I was just in a situation where a guy um, shows up at this uh, business I was uh, I was there doing business at the counter, and this guy shows up, and he um, basically wants to cut ahead of everybody because he's FBI, and he's in from Seattle, and he's in a hurry. And it's like, we all look at him and said, basically, into the line, fucker. And the guy was, like, really pissed. Um, but, you know, there were six or seven of us. <laughs> What's he going to do, arrest us for not letting him cut? Cut in? Anyway, so so it was an interesting morning. Uh, You know, and he's got some real issues being down here anyway. I mean, he just sticks out like a sore thumb, you know, suit, tie, the whole deal. So he was out of Seattle, not out of Olympia. When they come out of Olympia office, they usually are a little more casual in the dress, trying to look a little bit more like the tourists. So they look like a fed boy, you know, with the... the fed boy leisure clothes this guy was in the total you know uh, fed suit men in black kind of stuff anyway so the um, the social orders uh, rigidity that was provided by the naradime issuing from the Kazarian Mafia the uh, Mother Weffers the World Economic Forum the UN Uh, that's, um, uh, got some serious degradation here. So, you know, the, the theory was that at some point the Biden regime was going to say that there were domestic terrorists running around all the fucking gone in the U S and they were going to invite in the UN troops to, you know, save the American people from the, uh, evil right wing domestic terrorists. And it's, you know, it's their usual playbook, et cetera, yada, 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 bring in, quote, the peacekeepers. And um, uh, that part I thought was going to be rather interesting because we don't have a civil war here in the sense of shooting. We've got all this um, ideological fracturing and stuff, but uh, we don't have a civil war here, nor do we have domestic terrorism as uh, the UN and these people describe it. Uh, but my thinking was that if they did go that far and we actually able to coerce the UN bear in mind, the UN gets all of its money from us, right? And so you can expect that the minute that the UN troops hit the United States soil, that, uh, the money flows coming out of the, uh, will be coming directly from our central bank, from the federal reserve. And, um, They're going to be inadequate to the task, especially as the populace rebels against both the UN troops and the money that's supporting them—the actual currency. There's going to—I don't. So, the data sets a long time ago had something as a spark that would lead to the um, visual death of the dollar, the visual, you know, bleed out, so to speak, right? where there would be something that would happen, it would cause uh, some level of bank runs, but it would also cause a level of repudiation of the, of the financial system here in, uh, actually Canada too, so North America. So all of North America, the United States and Canada, and that the banking system was going to be in uh, very terrible trouble. Now, we're at that point where the banking system is in the terrible trouble that had been described by the data, but we don't have any of the, at least at this level, any of the indications that the Biden regime is uh, trying to maneuver the UN in to try and keep peace here, right? it's really an interesting situation. You've got all these uh, Democrat controlled cities in some of the Democrat uh, nominally controlled states. So um, there are cities in California that are uh, Democrat controlled. Uh, They probably would not even be able to um, secure an election that that for themselves, the Democrats in those cities, if the election was honest, meaning that so many people are conservative even in the cities now, as especially now as a result of the uh, unfettered, rampaging, uh, bizarro, uh, uh, trans-queer, uh, demo-Biden regime, right? And so, um, so California is a red state. I live in Washington State, which is nominally controlled by the Democrats and has been for the last 40, 50-plus years as they rigged the elections tighter and tighter and tighter. We were one of the first states that was targeted by Soros. He put in um, all kinds of prosecutors. One of those prosecutors got elected as our governor, uh, fuck, four terms ago and has been in ever since, and this is a real uh, Wefonian fucktard this is Inslee, uh, Jay Inslee. He's reputedly retarded, okay? I know people that, that know him and, and actually interact with him, and they say the guy is uh, probably uh, very low IQ and is, is borderline retarded. And he does what he's told. So he's been told by the mother weffers that we've got to decarbonize. So he's all intent on decarbonizing Washington State. Now, never mind that we all know now that decarbonization is another code word for genocide. They want to kill off humans. They want to kill off white humans specifically because all the others are easily controlled. And here is, here is uh, so I'll talk facts here. And these facts will be very disturbing to a lot of people, Okay. Uh, these are, are uh, old facts, so they come from uh, the 1940s, 50s, 60s, 70s, all right? Before the Wefonians got in deep enough to start controlling everything. And these facts relate to um, uh, IQ, all right? And so uh, the mother Weffers uh, have this vision of themselves, controlling the Jewish population of the world and that Jewish population controlling everyone else and that the white race being greatly reduced down to where we would be a very uh, small minority. They want to kill off as many of us as possible and here's why. Okay, so we're going to look at means, all right, and a, and a mean is the point in a group At which half of that group is over a particular threshold and half is under a particular threshold so the mean is uh, meaningful right this halfway point is meaningful because you can look at large populations and just look at a particular criteria and judge these populations on the mean to see on the halfway point to see where they stack up to each other this way you don't have to get into too much uh, deeper of a level of analysis but here is the mean that the Mother Weffers are very concerned about, um, and they actually altered it with their plan, the Plandemic. OK, so they killed off a lot of the compliant people. But here's the thing. So uh, white, the white race, the white people um, have uh, an, uh, an IQ. Now IQ tests are bogus, right? Uh, because if you don't grow up in a social order that has uh, the um, linguistic, numeric, technological bent, then you're going to do very bad on uh, an IQ test developed by that culture. So we go into this knowing that, that these, these numbers are representative of the WEF's understanding, but they don't represent uh, an actual uh, reference for individual humans, okay, just in the aggregate. But here are the numbers. Uh, So the mean intelligence level for white people in uh, North America and Europe is uh, 100 IQ. That means that half of all white people have under 100 IQ and half of all white people have over 100 IQ. Um, In North America, the mean level for IQ for black people is 80 so half of all black people in North America have an IQ under 80, and half have an IQ over 80. Okay, so a 20-point differential between whites and blacks right there. But it gets even, and this is, this is taking into account um, some elements of the IQ tests relative to blacks. That's why they haven't been giving any IQ tests for years and years and years. Even the military is uh, very low-key about how they do it. Uh, uh, they're no longer just uh, straight out. Hey, this is an IQ test. You got to go take it. They don't. They don't do things that way anymore. Anyway, so uh, the mean level for whites is one hundred. The mean level for blacks in North America is eighty. The mean level for blacks in uh, Africa is sixty-five. Okay, so so there is a fifteen-point differential between blacks in Africa and and black people here in the United States. Now. People, this is really, it gets really confused when you start looking at the actual details of these studies because you come to the the understanding oh, look, all of these people are not black. Some of them are mixed race, but are categorized as black because they are mixed race for the purpose of these tests. And so, this was the data that was coming from the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. So, it was only in the 70s that we started seeing the mixed race uh, issue. Uh, show up with um, any sizableness because that's when the wefts started trying to really destroy whites. They wanted to breed us out of existence. Um, and what they actually found was that wasn't working that when people breed with whites, uh, they produce a, uh, a hybrid that will still be classified as. Uh, non-white insofar as tests and stuff, but this person will be closer to white intelligence So so whites breed intelligence uh, As an aspect of passing on the genetics, so we raise the overall mean on uh, People now this doesn't account for non uh, Hybridized black people in the United States having a higher IQ what does account for that is that the um, black people here had been uh, pressured against the whites for a higher level of intelligence. There's all these different factors going on. So black people in general are more intelligent uh, if they are, uh, originate in North America than if they originate in uh, Africa. And so if we if we apply these metrics, we see that there's 100 for whites, uh, Asians show up, Uh, Depending on how you slice it. So there's a lot of Asian races. But if we were just to be aggregates and say it didn't matter if you were Thai, if you were Cambodian or Vietnamese or Chinese or Japanese, and we would just categorize you as Asian, then we find that all the Asians are about 95 in the mean. Okay, so the intelligence for Asian people is 95 in the aggregation. So there are actually the Japanese and some subsets of um, a Chinese population are uh, actually have a higher level of mean intelligence uh, than uh, do whites. Uh, this is really interesting when you look at it. Uh, if we take the Japanese, we find out that their the Japanese has have a mean uh, intelligence level that's at 105. Uh, So uh, half of their people uh, have intelligence that's above 105. So that deviation means that there's more of uh, intelligent people that are Japanese in general than there are white people. Now, what really gets interesting is that we find that um, genius, that is to say, we've categorized genius as being 125 iq or higher and there will be people that will claim they've got you know 250 iq it doesn't really make any difference once it's over 125 any kind of um differences are are basically meaningless but anyway so uh we have a 125 as the um threshold for very smart or for genius etc right so that's the low end of genius well 25 percent so of all of the people in, that are white that have their intelligence over a hundred, in that gr- group alone, um, the the mean for that group will be 125. So half of those people uh, will actually have higher level of intelligence that will shade towards genius. So of, of the total population of whites, this is 25%. So we've got a quarter of all whites will be shading towards... Um, very intelligent and into genius. If you start examining other racial groups like the Japanese, you see that while their mean level for intelligence is higher and they have a generalized level of intelligence that's higher than white people, they have far fewer people that scale up towards genius. And so um, their uh, the percentage of the population of the Japanese that is over 95 but is also over 125, which is to say, very intelligent, scaling towards genius, uh, which is 25% in whites, is only about 6.5% in the Japanese, in the Asians. And we find that this um, pattern is repeated uh, throughout all of the Asian subsets. When examined individually, they will have a, a generalized Slightly higher intelligence level at a mean, but not as many that actually so to speak, you know pop up over the uh, Very high intelligence level And so you can you can get all these various racial groups now in my opinion. It's it's valid to apply a um, uh, Western culture uh, IQ test to the um, uh, Inuit in uh, and the Dinglet in Alaska, the native people in Alaska, because they've had exposure to whites and the culture long enough that they've absorbed the culture, and, and it would be somewhat valid to have uh, an intelligence test for them uh, that is, um, uh, you know, a regular intelligence test for uh, the country. Now, here's uh, so, but it wouldn't be appropriate to do that with the Kalahari Bushmen, even though they've had some. Um, interaction with uh, white people in a, in a white culture in South Africa, they um, are not going to have skills that would allow them to do well on the intelligence test, even if they are very intelligent. So for the Kalahari Bushmen, it would be much more uh, pertinent to have an intelligence um, test that, that tested them on stuff that's closer to where they live because they don't live in the Western culture, if that makes sense, right? And so... So you can have these tests, but but I personally go into it knowing that there are flaws in, in both the test, the design, what it tests, and how it's applied to the various cultures, and the fact that we don't have um, a culture-specific IQ tests, right? Because uh, someone could be a very, very, very smart uh, Kalahari Bushman and keep you alive in the in those environments but would show up literally as retarded within the uh, standard uh, uh, intelligence tests that we have here. But here is the, some of the grosser results that you can see that these intelligence tests do have some validity. And so um, the people in South Africa uh, rose up against a dictatorial uh, uh, minority that had a a racial dictatorship okay so all of the boers the whites that that were in south africa ruled south africa uh, for a long time they were outnumbered hundreds to one um, by the native black people and these native black people, bear in mind, had a l- much lower average intelligence. So the mean for the black people in Africa is 65, whereas the mean for the white people in Africa is still 100. So so we've got ourselves a 35-point intelligence gap there, and that contributes to a lot of misunderstandings and so on and so on. But what has happened in South Africa is very illustrative of the overall dimensions of these problems relative to intelligence. So the white people in South Africa, over the course of hundreds of years, build up, just as with the rest of the white people in North America, and Europe, and etc., they build up a white culture in South Africa that was technologically oriented. It had running electricity, um, you know, public libraries, power plants. Uh, uh, public sanitation, uh, public transportation, all this stuff paid for by the taxing system. All right, this taxing system was basically taxing whites, not blacks, because the blacks were not really part of the financial economy relative to the tax structure. And so as the um, great upending of the white culture in South Africa happens, and they Become a black culture dominated by the majority, then we see a lot of changes, and those changes um, have reached a, uh, a crises point, a culmination point. Okay, and this crises point is that the uh, number of whites in South Africa uh, has been uh, has been reduced by nine out of ten. So there's only one tenth as many white. Uh, whites participating in South African um, social order now as at the height just before the turnover to the uh, black control. Uh, The people just fled, all right, and so they sort of saw what was coming because they were used to dealing with people with very low intelligence, and ultimately it comes down to this. The people in South Africa that are in charge of things are not intelligent enough to keep them operating. And that's just the bare facts of the matter. And so um, I know black people in Africa, and one black woman I know in Africa had sent, has sent me repeated emails saying that the whole country is collapsing. And what can they do to get whites to move back in and, and maintain this? That, you know, before the whites left, they had running water, uh, sewage flowing, buses worked, and they had electricity. Now they've got, um, and they also had food everywhere. Now they've got farms collapsing, Uh, Death and crime everywhere. Rolling blackouts, and pretty soon it's going to be 100% blackout. They're going to have a uh, a crisis, and there will be, uh, according to our data anyway, there's going to be an accident. And I think it'll be an accident of stupidity. I think somebody's going to flip a switch the wrong way or something, and their uh, entire power plant or their entire uh, electrical grid is going to go down. Now, uh, and it's not coming back up. It may come back up in fits and starts and it may come back up in chunks, uh, but it won't be coming back up as an effective nationwide power grid. And also bear in mind, the um, South African power grid and power plants support more than just South Africa. They flow into other neighboring countries and they've had to, to throw those neighboring countries to their own devices recently as the black power structure in South Africa is unable to maintain a functioning system. Uh, so, uh, and so that's, this, this is the, the harsh facts of the matter, right? And so these harsh facts I keep encountering when I read through with the, uh, reluctant, uh, you know, feet dragging assistance of chat GPT. When, when I read through a lot of this literature, it goes into very, very specifics about, uh, what the, um, space aliens were looking for in the humans uh, for their technological slaves to run their devices and they don't have black people doing it right uh It's, it's, so if we look at all these, uh, intelligence tests and stuff, we find that the Kazarian Mafia, and that is to say the Kazarian Mafia being subsumed in the Jewish population and being a subset of the Jews is categorized as Jewish. And we see that this, the Kazarian Mafia is aware of all of these intelligence issues and they're actually piggybacking some of their plans on them. Uh, but, um. They are not very smart. The mean level of intelligence for the for the Jewish population is down at 87. So it's higher than the black population in the United States, but far lower than whites. And this, so this is a, a you know, a, a global kind of a thing here. But anyway, so it is the Kazarian Mafia's idea to replace all the whites with lower level of intelligence, which they think means more easily controlled people. Now, Uh, There's also this hidden level of anti-white bias that you get out of the Khazarians. and some of that has been transferred over to the larger Jewish population through the rabbinical schools that uh, study the, the Talmud. Okay, bear in mind the Talmud is not the word of God. It's a bunch of commentaries from people that that, um, were claiming the status of spiritual. They were saying they were rabbis, rebbees, or whatever, right? Uh, But just basically a bunch of guys. And they wrote the, the Talmud. Within there, there is pointers to stuff out of the Torah, and they are pissed at the Elohim for the genetic modification that they think created white people. Now, this is bogus, all right? So the white people existed before the Elohim came on in. The um, The stuff that the Elohim did um, for their own purposes to humans is is somewhat replicated in in things that had been done by other ones of these space alien pretender gods but uh, nonetheless uh, they're the, the Talmud and stuff uh, it's it you know. So if you're really into the Talmud, then you believe the Earth is only four thousand years old, and it began basically when Adam and Eve were created. Even though in your own damn book it says that the the planet was filled with humans, and that the uh, space aliens came here and they abducted them and they created Adam and Eve out of the humans that were here. So you know, so it's it's really goofy that way. But anyway, so. Uh, It's denying all of the previous history and the previous um, uh, great civilizations of all these red-headed white people that existed in uh, the northern realms. Anyway, though, the, uh, the Kazarian Mafia is desperate to get rid of the white people and replace us with... Uh, people that they think will be easier controlled and they're using IQ as a delimiter on this and saying, okay, that, you know, we we need to get these things to occur and here's how we'll do it. But in any event, though, my point being, I think they killed off a lot of the lower intelligence white people with these damn shots, with the pandemic they had. And so they basically concentrated in the the white people, uh, concentrated the racial group towards more intelligent because it killed off a lot of the lower intelligence guys that would have otherwise bred uh you know huge rise in the number of um uh, 20 year old males uh in 20 and 30s that are uh dead um ill to the point of you know having cancer and that kind of thing uh and or now sterile so uh i've got a local guy here he's in his 40s uh, he got one of the shots, and his um, balls swelled up to the size of, like, um, extremely painful. They almost thought they might have to remove him because of the pain. Uh, they were the size of softballs. He couldn't move. He had to be transported on um, uh, stretchers, you know, just incredible levels of pain out of this on the shot. It took a month for him to the pain to go away and another month for the uh, swelling to go away. But now the upshot is that, you know, he's totally infertile. Uh, He's already got two sons, so this isn't too bad for him, you know, because he's in his early 40s. But, uh, you know, real shock that the clot shot makes you uh, sterile. Anyway, though, um, so as I say, they've concentrated all of this into um, a smaller set of the population. And they're going to have to deal with us all because now there's a lot more of us that are like raspy bastards. And... um, We're going to push back. So they're going to get a lot more pushback in a lot less diluted fashion on everything they do because of the people that they've got left here after the ones they've killed off are the ones that are noncompliant, that we're the guys that they they really want to push back. Anyway, though, so um, the intelligence thing is going to be a big issue here, right? And uh, you're going to see all different kinds of stuff um, come out about it. relative to uh, the plans of the Kazarians and their next pandemic, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, it's going to be really strange here, guys. Uh, I think September is going to be really um, interesting, a real hoot, in terms of what the Kazarian Mafia brings out, and we'll be able to see what plans they've got. But um, October is going to be even, even more so. So I expect at the end of September we'll be in the... Um, Midst of the financial breakdown, uh, you know, banks failing, all of that kind of thing, Uh, you know, people running around, freaking out in general. And uh, then we'll go into the first part of October and all kinds of crap's going to come out on top of the banking stuff as the central banks um, take a big hit down. So it would not surprise me to have some mechanism that allows the Federal Reserve to do a stroke devalue, okay, a stroke of a pin kind of a thing, right, a push of a key um, devaluation of the uh, Federal Reserve note, aka the dollar. And I would suspect it would devalue like a third, like we'd lose 30% of the purchasing power between one moment and the next. And so I'm expecting something like that to occur sometime in October, early October. And then things are going to get just terrible from that point on. They'll be trying to push out their uh, pandemic. They'll be getting pushback on that. We're going to have um, lots of people that when they push back uh, will do so in ways that the feds had not anticipated. And um, to the feds, they will be able to use some of this pushback as their justification for rampaging, um, you know, social terrorism, right? They're going to come up with new words for it. But basically if you question the Democrats winning the election, you're a social terrorist and, um, uh, that kind of thing. But in any event, so, so it's like, uh, end of August, we're going to get into some more alien stuff. Then September it's going to segue into, um, Politics and banking. And then at the end of September, it's going to segue into um, banking, uh, financial, dominating everything. Then at the uh, first part of October, uh, we're going to get into um, chaos that goes from uh, the social order and the uh, fiscal the financial system uh that will then move into the uh general population in terms of their reaction relative to the feds and so the feds will have a the Kazarian mafia directing them will have a really tough time so i don't expect that the decarbonization shit that the um the great retard jay inslee uh, our current governor is going to try and push or gonna is ever going to go anywhere at all. And uh, I suspect it will just show more and more people uh, exactly how retarded uh, these, the uh, current uh, power structure really is. In the midst of all of that, we're going to have this uh, complete and final collapse of the South African power grid uh, that's going to affect all of South Af- African life and other neighboring countries in Africa. And it will get to the point, in my opinion, that South Africa will... Will be so desperate that they will do something like, you know, ask the UN to come in to fix and run their, uh, basically they want to import white guys to, to fix and run their power system, even if the white guys are not native. So they'll take them from wherever they can get them, right? So they'll try and import white people to run the, their systems for them that they're incapable of running, that are collapsing at this moment. So the woman that, uh, in South Africa that writes to me, she's black. And she, um, from a particular tribe in the eastern part of South Africa. Um, I don't have any big city. I don't know any big city near her there. But in any event, though, um, uh, she does mention going to Johannesburg a couple of times. But in any event, though, she's saying that their sewage system hasn't worked for, on the at this point, let me think. So since March? She wrote me a letter. I'll, I'll write her an email and ask if it's, if it's been repaired. But the sewage system for the whole damn town she lives in, uh, shut down. This, the sewer plant, everything, the people aren't even showing up at work because it's so broken and, uh, they're unable to fix it. I don't know if they have a plan or whatever the deal is, whether it's financing or lack of skills or whatever, but the whole sewer system, uh, is, is screwed. And this is a sewer system for, uh, several counties, what we would think of as several counties, uh, areas around a large um mid-sized kind of a town. And so, you know, 60,000, 80,000 people affected by it. Um, and and anyway, so I, I think that we'll see that. The data set was quite clear about South Africa going into this point where they are uh, trying to uh, to bring people in. They're trying to import white people. And it's going to get, as I say, it's going to get really weird. So anyway, back here now, i got to get things put away and then go and do real work. Um, but it's going to be interesting, guys. And it's going to be coming down to, um, you know, electing not only nice people and not only uh, uncorrupted and not only polite or ideologically um, compatible people, but actually electing competent people. So as shit falls apart, then you see who can do stuff and what's going to happen. So the South African political structure is in the process of dying with their power grid. And it's going to get really bizarre as we go forward, especially once the Europeans start shipping back black people en masse to Africa, right? Because they're right at that point now. They're going to start putting in, I think Sweden has actually got budgets allocated to shipping people back. And this is like, they've had budgetary increases for the first time in like 10 or 12 years. The WEF doesn't like this, right? They're really pissed and they 've tried and they 're splitting, trying to split the Swedish government uh, the power structure in the Swedish government to try and retain control, but the lower echelons of the Swedish government are not playing along anymore and are doing things on their own as they would want to and so like i say it 's going to get really strange here Well you see the European countries rounding up blacks uh, to ship back to South Africa. almost all of these guys are male. the big issues in um, for france is going to be shipping back whole black families right because there's a lot more females among the population from africa in france than in other countries except in italy there's a lot in italy as well uh but the data set was quite clear that you know uh the horror that would be presented to the american people in our media as the you know the italian government sends out the military to go and um uh literally capture you know um tag and bag uh humans uh, capture them r- r- lasso them round them up put them on ships or airplanes and get them out of the country uh so this is going to be quite the interesting period of time this is going to come to the united states but in the united states in north america because it's going to hit canada even worse there's going to be the um uh the attack of the chinese okay the attack of the sleeper cells so um they will do that. The Mother Weffers will try and coordinate a BLM style um, uh, uh, social revolution. At the same time, they've got an increased lockdown and those things won't work. But, so they will activate uh, their sleeper cells here that have been infiltrating us uh, for the four years of the Biden regime and for the eight years of the Obama regime. And we'll, uh, we'll go into battle with these guys. So I expect that, you know, it may be the, uh, come to the point where we have to form militias, uh, to go on out and, and deal with local sleeper cells, uh, that are, you know, blowing up trains and power lines and this kind of thing. Right. Uh, so it's going to be really confusing because at the same time that that's happening out here in the country, uh, the sleeper cells being activated against the quote right wing, we're also going to see, um, I don't know how you would characterize them, but um, people in the democratic cities turn against the ideology and start doing um, acts of of, uh, vandalism against the control structure. So even some of the, the, even kids in the democratic cities now are really starting to get paranoid about all of the surveillance cameras and the 15 minute cities and all of this kind of stuff. And so they're starting to, on their own, uh, do damage and vandalism against these uh devices and stuff, and that 's going to be quite interesting because how would you be able to you know are you a domestic terrorist if you 're a leftist and you 're and you're paranoid and pissed and you take down the five g uh camera uh street system uh street light system uh are you a terrorist or if you just say that oh i 'm a i 'm a progressive and i 'm just paranoid i 'm not a domestic terrorist right winger and this, the effect would be the same. People are going to be destroying all of this equipment that's been put in by the WEF. It's, it's happening now in Britain. It's almost a, um, a hobby for some people. And we're going to have it here. Now, when the sleeper cells get activated, the data sets say that that won't be very long. It won't be a, you know, a two year war or anything. Uh, but it's going to be, um, very violent, very disruptive, uh, all of that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a hard couple of years from this point forward. And it's going to get a lot harder on everybody as the uh, fiscal system upends itself and, um, uh, you know, goes belly up uh, this fall. Anyway, guys, I got go to go do work. So I'll talk to you later.